This is Hallway Chats, where we meet people who use WordPress. We ask questions, and our guests share their stories, ideas, and perspectives. And now the conversation begins. This is episode 57. Welcome to Hallway Chats. I'm Liam Dempsey. And I'm Tara Clays. Today we're joined by Josh Gellick. Josh is the SEO consultant at Expander Digital, an SEO studio he founded in 2014. Through his business, Josh helps other businesses improve their search visibility. When he's not meeting with clients, you can find him biking on trails or fishing on the lake. Hi, Josh. Welcome to Hallway Chats. Thanks for having me, guys. It's our pleasure, Josh. Thanks for joining us out here. Can you tell us a little bit more about yourself, please? Yeah. Um, well, it's... it's so I'm a dad. I have three kids. Um, I have two daughters and a son. Um, and that's kind of where life starts for me. Um, my kids are kind of my world like any other parent. Um, and, uh, you know, like, like Tara mentioned there, I, I, I enjoy mountain biking quite a bit and hiking. Um, I've uh, had the opportunity to do some trail work up here in the valley. Um, and uh, so help go out and build some of the, some of the, or do, or do some maintenance, I guess I should say, on some of the parks here. Um, and I enjoy that quite a bit. I like being out in nature. And uh, yeah, um, and I'm a huge Voltron fan. Um, I'm a child of the 80s. And, uh, uh, you know, so all those nostalgic shows that are coming back and, uh, you know, finding a resurgence. Uh, yeah, I'm really enjoying that. Uh, and so my kids and I, we like to, we like to uh, binge Voltron quite a bit. <laughs> I am not familiar with that one. I'm married to a big sci-fi fan. That sounds like a sci-fi show that I've not heard of. Is it? It's, uh, I, I'd put it in sci-fi. Yeah. It's, it's got elements of sci-fi. Yeah. Does it take yeah. place in space? It does. It does. Okay. With a name like Voltron, that sounds like it would take place in space. But Yeah. All right. So that's an 80s program I'm not familiar with. Cool. And your kids like it? Yeah, we, we uh, well, they just, so they just put out season six, but Netflix just put out season six and we just got done wrapping that up. And um, yeah, so we are uh, really excited about season seven. Uh, Netflix has made like this, you know, they've put out a commitment to a certain amount of episodes and we're uh, uh, kind of getting towards the end. So we're really excited to see where they go with it. And uh, it's one of our favorite things to do. We will typically when a new season comes out, we'll uh, order some pizza and, you know, we'll gather around the coffee table and just chill out and hang out and, uh, and watch the whole season for the whole night. So it's one of our favorite things to do. Excellent. I, I enjoy watching things on Netflix and TV as well and uh, do the same. That's my main source of entertainment. So, we are in the same camp there. On a vein of Netflix, I'd recommend against binge watching the entire season of um, what's that mob movie? Mob. Uh, the Sopranos. Yeah, I did that one weekend with with, with oh, my wow. wife, and then by Sunday dinner, it was you know pass the bleep bleep bleep. <laughs> Get it, your bleep 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 self. Yeah, I've done that with some pretty intense shows. That's. 
that's just a word of warning, a bit of caution. Uh, I can't imagine Voltron has that concern. But uh, no, uh, yeah, we don't have that kind of stuff going on. But uh, but yeah, no, I I didn't know Sopranos was on Netflix. I'll have to check that out. I, I missed. This might have been back on a DVD. This was yeah, oh, we have this okay. was a long, long time ago. Okay, I never got a chance to watching that one. That's not one to watch with your kids for sure. Definitely, no, definitely not. not. No, 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 no. Yeah. So, Josh, tell us about the valley you mentioned. Yeah. So, so I am a co-organizer, uh, one of the co-organizers of the Lehigh Valley WordPress meetup, and um, Ken Kramer does. Uh, he's he's an organizer, and Kim White as well. And uh, you know, the valley's it's interesting. Um, we have a sort of three cities that make it up Allentown, Bethlehem and Easton. And um, it's been interesting to watch the Valley kind of go from this, you know, uh, um, I guess region where we had a lot of, uh, where Bethlehem steel was kind of the icon here for so many years. And then, you know, many years ago it got shut down. And so there's sort of a transition happening here uh, in the Valley where, you know, we're, we're trying to rediscover the Valley's kind of trying to rediscover itself. And so, uh, it's been really interesting to watch um, as people take on different careers uh, that are more uh, web-focused, uh, to watch our, our group kind of grow uh, and uh, to see where different people are at. We have a lot of, um, a lot of new people that are, that are very new to WordPress when they come to the meetup. Uh, I would say probably more new people than regular people. Uh, and so it's really, it's really cool uh, to, to be a part of that and to uh to kind of help people along their journey um but the valley is great i mean i i, I love it obviously because of the mountain biking this is some of the best some of the best trails in pennsylvania are on uh, on the east side of, of pennsylvania so um and there's it's just a lot of family fun activities to do uh, we have a lot of movies in the park um there's a lot of uh i think historical things around here that are really cool to check out uh, there's a lot of history in the valley um, but then that's just the Northeastern United States, just a lot of history and, and we like doing stuff like that. So, uh, but yeah, it's, I don't know, it, it's, it's got some big city elements, but not too much. Um, it's but like yeah, a neat little so, corner of the world, isn't it? It is, it, it, it is, it has its own quirks, uh, like any place, but sure, of course, but yeah, I'm about, yeah, I'm about 90 minutes away from there and I've, I've been up to, the Lehigh Valley WordPress meetup group and up to the WordCamp mm-hmm. there. And I did went to a maker fair uh, not too many years ago up in, up in the Lehigh Valley and uh, did some co-working up at uh, one of the, the old warehouses or factory that's been oh, repurposed wow. by the uh, economic development council up there. But I, I, I want to ask you just briefly, where do you find trail maps? Because I just <laughs> got my mountain bike out of the shop after about nine years yes. of not riding it. Ooh. And I'm about to buy a bike rack for the car. So sure. where, where do you find your trails and preferably ones that are safe for a guy with a really bad back? Yeah. Uh, so there's a couple, there's a couple of resources that are online. Um, and uh, I'd say mtbproject.com. I think, I think that's what it is. mtbproject.com. Uh, but you can go to bikevmb.com. Uh, uh, v is in Victor, M is in Mountain, B is in Bike.com, and Bike VMB is Valley Mountain Bikers, um, which is an organization uh, you know that I've been a part of in the past, um, and they 
on the website, you can find maps, you can find uh, uh, trail days where you can go and help, you know, with maintenance and things like that. But they have maps for most of the systems that are in the valley. And, uh, and if you don't have one, then usually someone can hunt one down for you. Cool. Yeah. I'm going to bring it back to WordPress for a minute. I would like to ask you a little bit more. I'm really curious about the career transition that you mentioned. So sure. as you also mentioned, where you live is sort of notoriously steel country, right? So we hear a lot in the news about, about transitioning from those types of jobs uh, to mm -hmm. other jobs. And so I'm just wondering what you're seeing there if you've met a number of people who used to work in steel mills, steel plants, and then now are um, exploring tech careers. Yeah. Going to your meetup. So, uh, yeah, I mean, the plant, the, the, the plant closed down a while ago, um, but, but I think just in general, people in the Valley, right, it, it's, it, it was sort of this place that didn't really have an identity for a long time. And now it's sort of becoming this sort of tech focused, entertainment focused kind of place. Um, so, yeah, I think some people, when the plant closed, they went with it. There was a different uh, place down south that some of them went there, but some mm -hmm. of them stayed behind. And um, I think, uh, you know, especially here, uh, a lot of people are trying to get to get to more of those tech-focused jobs. Um, so it's really, it's really interesting to hear about some of the challenges that they're, that they're faced with. We have some people who are, you know, starting new businesses, uh, and they're using work. They're using work. Sure, yeah. Some of them uh, are already part of a business, and you know maybe the business is going through tough times, and they they got WordPress dumped on them. Like, hey, you're going to take care of our website now. We had someone before, and we know that you don't know anything, but here you go, make it happen. And that's you know that's challenging. Those are real challenges, and those are some of the people that are coming to to our meetups. Uh, and, and asking really great questions and, and trying to learn uh, more about WordPress and more about, uh, uh, you know, where it's going, lots of where it's going, and how they can just be better at it. Yeah, what a great transition that your your area is making and, and the community that's there to support that shows that it's it's having an impact, right? So these people have found your meetup and they're coming there and asking questions and then hopefully telling other people about it as well. So, uh, yeah, that's cool. Very cool. I'm going to ask you another question that we ask everyone. Josh, it's time for the success question. <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit about your view of success, what your definition of that is, and how you implement that in your life? Sure. Uh, I knew this one was coming. Because I hear you guys ask everybody this question, and it, it's such a good one. It's not that um, easy to answer it, in fact, right? It's good that it, you thought about it beforehand, but you'll still find it hard, probably. It is. <laughs> it's tough, because I think, I think success varies from person to person. Um, for me, uh, I know that um, who I am as a person is I like helping people. I like encouraging people. Um, and so I feel like uh, I'm so privileged to be able to work with SEO because that's really what it's about. Um, it is uh, very much a service-focused activity, right? You're really trying to help people achieve certain goals um, and uh, uh, trying to, I think anyway, lots of, lots of the people I talk to, whether I'm speaking at a WordCamp or giving a talk at a meetup or just out and about, 
um, having a conversation about uh, a website, I feel like SEO is like this, this thing that a lot of people struggle to understand. And it's so satisfying for me. Uh, and it makes me happy to be able to sit down and have a conversation, whether I'm in the happiness bar or out having coffee with someone uh, and just kind of help them understand it. And it's so cool, I think, and this is kind of where success comes for me, is when you can, you can sort of see this light bulb go off for them uh, as you're talking with them about things and you can sort of see, see them start to understand uh, what you're explaining. And I just think that for me, that's, that's very rewarding. Uh, very, very rewarding. Um, you know, when my clients are happy, I'm happy. Uh, and I know that's sort of cliche, but, but really I, just my personality, I get a, a real joy out of just helping people be successful. And uh, I love the fact that I can do that with SEO. Um, yeah. Yeah, and SEO, so, you know, it does have some measurability to it, some accountability to it. So you, you can see the results of what you're doing in terms of the work. But what you're describing even more is that light bulb that you see going off when you show someone how to do something. We've spoken to a few people on the show who work in the SEO field. And I would say, uh, without exception, they all are equally enthusiastic and love what they do just like you're describing it's um i'm curious about that a little bit it's it's a field that's very challenging to work in i think as you said it's hard to learn and there are a lot of changes happening in it all the time so how do you keep yourself in love with it and motivated besides what you've described about seeing that light bulb go off there's a lot of work that's behind that a lot of keeping up with things so can you tell us a little bit about sort of how you keep up with that in your space and, and what you do to keep learning? Yeah. Um, so for me, I set um, a certain amount of time aside each week uh, to either to, well, twofold. One is to learn. So to actually go out and do like, um, like an online course or um, maybe a book Um and then the other side of it is just staying up to date with everything that's going on, right? You know, the search, the search algorithms are changing, it seems like, all the time. Um, new guidelines are coming out all the time. Um, and so uh, uh, there are a couple of news resources that I subscribe to. Um, and I, I take time every week to sit down and uh, make sure that I'm up to date with what's going on or if there's a, a small change or a small tweak Usually these places are, are really great about staying up to date with that and they share that and uh, that's been really, really helpful for me. But um, yeah, yeah, that's, that's kind of how I go about it. But Twitter is my, I would say the other thing I'll add to is Twitter is probably my, one of the biggest sources for me um, because there are a couple of people I follow, uh, like John Mueller, he works at Google. There's a couple of others too. Um, but really, really, uh, I found... Uh, more often than not, that Twitter just keeps me like up to date with what's going on like that day or that hour, and mm -hmm. it's just fantastic. Um, you know, do you so keep it open all the time? I don't keep it open all the time, but I do check in a few times a day to see yeah. if, if, if there's some kind of fire going off or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. There's always a fire on Twitter. <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to keep it off these days a bit. I don't keep it open all that often anyway. But but it is. I I have learned so much from Twitter. To be oh, sure, yeah. like never. 
I got my husband to sign up for Twitter for his work because I told him it's just an amazing resource. So mm-hmm. it really is. I think it's, it's, a, it's a secret for people who, who have not found it. And a lot of people in WordPress use it. So most of us know about it. But can you talk a little bit about how you discovered SEO, how this became your thing? Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so uh, I started doing websites when I was in high school. Um, uh, I think freshman year. Uh, and what this is kind of funny. What I would do is I would go after, after school would let out, I would walk down to the public library and, you know, they had like a, a row of computers, computers on both sides of the row. And you would go and get like a, like a little punch card <laughs> and you'd, you'd be able to be on the computer for like 30 minutes at a time. And then, you know, the librarian would come by and, you know, she'd check your card and say, you know, your past time, go get a new card if you want to. But uh, imagine trying to build an HTML page in Notepad on a public computer in a 30-minute window when you're 14. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, yeah. So the, I, um, I grew up really enjoying uh, anime, uh, Japanese animation. And when I when I got to high school, I started building like Dragon Ball web pages and and, and things like this. And this is on GeoCities and, and Tribot. And um, uh, I think I may have even had an Angel Fire page. Um, but that's kind of how I got into the web and just you know building building web pages when when marquees were cool. When marquees were cool, that's that's when I got started. Um, <laughs> Are you suggesting that they're no longer cool? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I am not hating on marquees. Not hating on them. <laughs> carry on, carry on. But uh, but um, you know, years later, um, I, I found myself in a unique position. Uh, I started a job at T-Mobile, uh, the the mobile phone carrier, uh, in two thousand, uh, or excuse me, two thousand one, and. Uh, I'd worked there for 16 and a half years. I left last year, um, believe it or not. And during my time there at T-Mobile, there was an opportunity for me to work on the knowledge base, uh, which was an internal resource that, you know, uh, customer service reps would use to get qu- answers to questions and things like this. Like a wiki of sorts, an internal yeah. wiki? Yeah, it was like an internal wiki. And by taking on that special project, I got a full-time role as an editor and things just kind of spiraled, you know, into the, the snowball effect kind of happened for me. And um, when I left, I was a content strategist managing content strategy and SEO for the T-Mobile support website, uh, support.t-mobile.com. And um, about five years before that, though, uh, so maybe like five, six years ago, um, is kind of where an opportunity uh, opened up for me to, to join that team, the support team and start publishing content on the, on the public-facing uh, wiki, if you will. Um, and so that's kind of where things started for me. Uh, I found, I kind of stumbled upon it, that a lot of our people were coming to, or a lot of our visitors were coming from uh, organic search. And I thought, I, you know, I thought we should probably pay attention to this. Uh, if a lot of people are coming to us from uh, uh, that channel, and it kind of just turned into an SEO role over time. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's kind of how I got started with it. And I imagine with that big of a content base, that big of a website, the kind of 
learning and value of data and insights that can be gleaned is pretty substantial, right? It's not a, a small mom and pop shop with a hundred visitors and what's the data? <laughs> well, you know, we had eight people last week and four the week before that, but sure. You're able to really see the value of this tweak and that tweak when it can mean the difference between tens, if not hundreds of thousands of visitors. Oh yeah. Yeah. We had uh, we had a lot of visitors. Um, on 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 average, we didn't really have a, we had a consistent number, um, and it was it was it was in the millions um, millions of sessions per month, uh, and like you said, lots of different interesting data points uh, that I feel I was really fortunate to to uh, go through those experiences, um, and even today when you know I'm talking with people, whether it be clients or you know fellow WordPressers or whatever, and we're talking about ideas of how they can improve. I look back on that on my time there, and uh, we tried a lot of different things. Uh, some were successful, some weren't. But uh, you know, being able to share some of those insights was was really great. I thought that was a really good, uh, really good experience for me. Yeah, I like that a lot. You know, I as a designer and a marketing consultant, I talk a lot about Coca Cola. As you know, when you go when you go into the convenience store and you go to buy a Coke, you know, now they got ninety seven different varieties of Coke, but you never guess who made it. And I kind of try to take those, you know, yes, we don't have a Coca-Cola budget, but we can take that, that focus on branding and the lessons that those bigger companies are rolling out across the world, like a T-Mobile. Yeah. We can take the same lessons and the same learning and apply them on a $1,000 budget, on a $100 budget, on a $10,000 budget. So that's, that's really neat. Um, I wonder how, how well your, your clients engage with that. Uh, I found initially when I started using the Coca-Cola analogy, there was a little bit of a, yeah, but I don't have, you know, $87 million for, to launch my new project. I wonder mm -hmm. what kind of pushback you might get on that. Oh, that's interesting. What's interesting is that we are um, doing a project uh, right now. Uh, I'm doing a project with a client right now where we are uh, trying to build workflows. Uh, because lots of times it's just, we don't care how you do it, just get it done. And That's tough. I, That's a challenge. It is a challenge. I think it's a challenge that is very common, though, especially for small business, right? I'd agree. I'd agree. Uh, or contractors and freelancers. They're just told, just get it done. Right. Um, and so uh, uh, one of the things I'm trying to help uh, this client with particularly is bringing some of my experience as a content strategist at T-Mobile into, into this, uh, this relationship and, and some of the work that we're doing. Um, and so I'm trying to help them build workflows from where we're, when we're bringing a new page to life, we're going to do, we're going to follow uh, this set of steps and we need to optimize a page. We're going to follow this set of steps. We want to sunset a page. We're going to follow this set of steps and kind of providing that structure uh, really helps people understand their roles and their responsibilities uh, and when things need to be executed. And it sort of brings a clarity and uh, I think a lot of confidence from uh, uh, especially the people that make decisions, right? Uh, they know that you're, uh, that you, they can see the value that you're bringing and it also gives them confidence in the process and the kind of quality of work that you're delivering. So uh, that's an exercise that, that I'm going through with a, with, with a very small client. They're not, um, they're, they're successful, but I mean, they don't have anywhere close to the kind of staffing that, you know, some of these bigger brands do. Um, and uh, so that's, that's been a really, I, I, again, I just feel really fortunate that I can 
taken my past experience with T-Mobile where things are very structured and very, very, very process oriented uh, and, and sort of bring that into a, a smaller business model. Yeah. How, how have you found the transition uh, into self-employment, running your own company? <laughs> oh, I'm laughing because it's, it's, I don't think I could have ever been prepared for this, right? Um, there are no shortcuts <laughs> when you're a business owner. Uh, I, you know, I don't think there's a shortcut. There's a shortcut in any career. But I, I think my point is, I don't know that I was totally prepared for the volume of work the volume of learning that has to come along with being a business owner. Um, the challenges, oh my God, the challenges. Um, it, it, it's overwhelming. It really is. Um, but it's also very cool and very rewarding to sort of, you know, one day you have this idea, right? And you're just like, oh, you know, and, and maybe you go back and forth. I did for a while, you know, I was, was kind of like, ah, do I want to do this? Do I not want to do this? Um, and then your idea becomes an LLC or, or whatever, whatever entity you want to, you want to form. Uh, for me, it was an LLC. And now you have like this business and you're just like, what do I do with this thing? <laughs> right. Yeah. Were you, were you working remotely for T-Mobile or were I was, you? yeah. So, so, um, I have, I have been, I went through golden years with T-Mobile. I went through dark days with T-Mobile. Uh, I watched, um, multiple call centers close. I watched stocks go through the roof. Um, and, you know, there was times where I, I sat in a desk, I went to an office and I sat in a desk and uh, during my last few years, um, I'd worked remotely, almost exclusively out of my house. Um, and, and I do that now. Uh, sometimes I go down to a co-working space. I've, I've played around a little bit with co-working this year. I've enjoyed that. But uh, yeah, for the most part, I, I work out of my house and um it's good. I think, I think being a business owner, it's nice because of that flexibility. If you're a parent, flexibility is so big. Uh, so I, I like that. But, but I got to tell you, the challenges are tough. It's, it's really tough to find your way. At least it's been, it's been difficult for me to find my way. Um, I don't really have a lot of family that runs businesses. I don't really know that I have close friends that run businesses. So it's been, it's been a journey of a lot of trial and error and, you know, seeing what works and seeing what doesn't work. And, uh, but, but I think we learned that way, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Lots of failure, lots of, lots of learning. Yeah. And that's a benefit of the WordPress community is that there are a lot of self-employed people here who um, have forum. We have a lot of forums and, and a lot of sharing at WordCamps and things like that with business topics, which is really helpful because like we tell our clients, right? You, you, once you start running your business, you, you're not just, you're not doing your trade <laughs> as much as you used to be because mm -hmm. you have to do everything else too. And so we might tell them that we'll take care of the website so they don't have to do that, but they still have to do the bookkeeping or all those other things that you don't ever think about when you're not working for yourself. So making websites or doing SEO is probably, you know, a small portion actually of what you do on a weekly basis or a monthly basis because there are so many other things, marketing and processes and all of that. So do you have anyone working with you or for you? No, no, um, not at this time. I don't, it's just, it's just me. Um, so yeah. Josh, as a, as a business owner, and I very much get that, especially transitioning where you're working with other people and you know, well, I'm going to go ask Mary about this. Well, 
No Mary. I'll, I'll ask Tom. There's no Tom. Tom. That's a, that's a challenge. Um, let me ask you this. It's another one of our big questions here. What's the single most valuable piece of advice, personal, professional, combination, that you've ever received and implemented in your life? Um, I would say there's a, uh, there's a guy who I, I listen to his show fairly regularly, and um, he sort of gave this nugget uh, that I just, I, I really love. Uh, and, and, and his saying is hard work wins is something that his father told him. And I just feel like there's so much truth in that. Um, I, I think, I think uh, though I would say a close uh, runner up would be never stop learning. Um, you know, I think if anybody wants to get ahead, uh, you got to learn and you got to continue to be great. Um, and I think that the process of uh, being better uh, it never ends. So um, I think, but but I think as a business owner, you gotta you gotta find something that you love because if you're gonna work hard at it, you gotta put extra time in. And who wants to put extra time in on something that makes them miserable? Nobody. So find something you love so that you can uh, uh, not even think about having to put in extra time. You just you just go and you do it. And uh, I think that's really uh, that saying sticks with me every day. It's something I think about probably multiple times a day that, that you know, this is hard work, but uh, that's how you win. I, I just, that's that's something that uh, I found to be true as I've kind of gone along my business journey is that, you know, as long as I keep plugging away at this and try to do my best, usually things have, have worked out pretty well so far. Yeah, I could see that. And and I, I, in the sense that if we, if we do our, our honest best and we keep plugging away and we don't shy away from hard work may not go exactly where we hope it will, <laughs> That's uh, true. but we're going to get some kind of reward and maybe it's, maybe it's, we get the contract and we, we pay the rent or the mortgage, or, but maybe it's just, Hey, we gave it a good go and we're going to go somewhere else now. Uh, but I, I, I just love that. Just keep learning, keep working, keep working, keep learning. That's uh that's a very practical approach to, to, taking care of yourself and and your needs, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I like making things simple. <laughs> making things simple, but working hard. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Work smarter, not harder. I, yeah, I, <laughs> I see that on your wall. I love that. It's great. <laughs> well, Josh, we are out of time for this Wonderful interview. Thank you so much for joining us. It's really been a pleasure having you here. Can you tell everyone where they can find you online? Yeah, so we are at uh, expanderdigital.com and uh, on Twitter, expanderdigital, all one word. Um, yeah. Josh, thanks so much for that. I really appreciate it. And uh, we'll have to find a time to uh, hit a trail together and, and hopefully not hit any trees while we're on that trail. I hope so. Thank you guys so much for having me. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you. It's a pleasure. pleasure. We'll see you soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. We sure hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. If you like what we're doing here, meeting new people in our WordPress community, we invite you to tell others about it. We're on iTunes and at hallwaychats.com. Better yet, ask your WordPress friends and colleagues to join us on the show. Encourage them to complete the Beyond the Show form on our site to tell us about themselves.